Everybody, it's the Strange Bedfellows, and I'm uh, and I'm the Strange Bedfellow called Jack. And this is me, the intro. We haven't it's been really, a while since we've done it. Yeah, but this is the intro. I we haven't really honed in on anything yet. Okay, so here's the story. Yeah, what do we call them? Sexies, sexy heads. <laughs> no, what do we call them? Bedheads. Bedheads. We don't have a name for them yet. No, we don't. Sex pots. No, it. <laughs> that's kind of good. <laughs> listeners listeners dear listeners here's what's happened what about like it's like baby nation like baby that's too i don't want to be sexy at them okay yeah okay we don't want to call them yeah you know sarah doesn't like being called baby and i and i know that because she's told me not because i've ever called her that yeah but she's told me specifically that she doesn't like it. I never, I never tested it. What are you? What are your pet names? But this is a sexy podcast. What are your? This is something we would discuss on a yeah. sexy podcast like this. What are your pet names for your wife? Darling and sweetheart. So classic. Yeah, darling yeah. is my most common. I think both of us call each other darling most frequently. Yeah, dearest. That's cute. Yeah, dearest. Yeah. Fetch me a fetch me some marmalade, dearest. Yeah, my little dumpling. I think I might yeah. say sometimes. I believe I have a case of the vapors. <laughs> G- give me a mustard cast. Yeah. What do you you call each other like butt or something weird like well, that? Well, I call right? Jamie Bean. Okay. Uh, lately, I've been calling her King Cutie. Okay, that's cute. Yeah. Uh, bean butt. Um, bean butt, of course. Yeah. A lot of my pet names for Jamie uh, sort of get a little there. There's a little of bleed. Okay. And they end up being pet names for both Miles and Hercules as well, oftentimes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you got three. So when you you if you just shout if you're in the bathroom and you're out of toilet paper and you're like bean butt, bean butt, like <laughs> any literally could it come. could be anyone yeah. in the house. Yeah, bean butt is also a condition. <laughs> it's when Miles is feeling uh, okay. ornery. We call He's, that be- yeah. bean butt. Bean butt energy. Bean butt energy. Uh, you were Full explaining to the to the um, sex pots. Sex pots. Is that too... That's too much, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. Um, I think they would probably like lo- it. Something lovely. Lovelies. What about lovelies? That's kind of Well, there's sweet. a lot of sex in these books. There's so much. These are horny we, books. Yeah. We're going to work this around This book it. we read today... Yeah. <gasps> Ooh! They had some sex. This one really revved my engine. <laughs> <laughs> but look, say to the, say the, the thing. To who? The sex pots? Do you want me to say it? <laughs> Say what thing? Uh, what Tanner has been trying to say kind of half-heartedly for the last uh, three minutes and 30 seconds is that w- while it may oh, seem to you yes. as if only a week has passed, for us, many weeks have passed. We recorded three um, episodes of this show, and then we did a bunch of Sweet Valley High books, and then now we're back with the Strange Bedfellows. So Here's what we needed. We needed our yeah. friend Matthew New to do yeah. our cover art, which he yeah. did, which you've now seen, and it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. We needed our friend Karis Navar to do the theme tune. Mm-hmm. And which you know, she you did, know her which multiple is multiple times, lovely. Mm-hmm. 
and we needed Jack and Tanner to get their shit together. Yeah, and that takes way longer than either of these two professionals. <laughs> Those two finished their work. <laughs> they just did a great job, like, Literal almost immediately. Ago. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, <laughs> took our sweet time. Uh, but we're here. We're talking about the books. I'm, um, uh, what do we say? I'm a strange bedfellow named Jack. It sounds awful. Why do we say that? Hello, sex pots. I'm your sexy daddy. Okay. Tanner Greenring, and I am here with my strange bedfellow, Jack Shepard. Jack Shepard. That's perfect. And this book. And this book. This week we read a novel. The novel that we read was called A Princess in Theory by Alyssa Cole. Yes. And it's Reluctant Royals, book one. I took a little, I had such fun with this that I took a little sneak peek to see what was going to happen in uh, Reluctant Royals, book two. And it's one of the characters from this one is is doing- Is it her friend? Yeah, it's her friend. Yeah. I think that's the thing about romance. And I think this is something you and I will uncover as we continue to read these, is Mm -hmm. that they introduce a character in book one who then becomes the hero of book two, and then a character introduced in that book will become the hero of book three, or heroine, rather. So that's what happens. This was a fucking romp. This was. It was such a fun book. I had such a good time with it. Uh, It was also very sexy. It really revved my engine. Yeah. How do we describe the books in this one? Uh, historically, you've been doing it. Um, Why me? That <laughs> I don't know. Sense. You di- and historically, I think you don't raise a fuss, but I can do it if you want. <laughs> yeah, let's have you do it this time. Let's have me do it. Um, I think we like to do it in the amount of time it takes for you to uh, pleasure a woman. <laughs> that varies, which varies depending and- on my mood and I guess the woman. Initially, I thought this was a way of making fun of you because it's like it's only 90 seconds. But I'm realizing that it's actually that's you're a deft, you're a deft hand. Yeah, it's not like I'm premature. It's that I'm so good at it that the woman is pleased within 90 seconds. Yes, very pleased. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So we're going to do 90 seconds. I'll describe the book. And um, hang on. Let me get my name straight. Um, What's her name? Uh, No lady. No. That is her name, but yes. Naladi? Naladi? Well, okay. Describe, pronounce it however you please, but... I don't know how to pronounce the names. I did listen to the audiobook, and it oh, is okay. pronounced Naladi. Okay, that's good. Okay, so can you say how the guy's name is pronounced? Thabiso? Um, Fabiso, yep. Prince Thabiso... Yes. Moshushu? Yes, Moshushu. Moshushu of Thessalo. Thessalo. You know the, the meme from Office, from The Office? I do not. Where the guy's... Dentist's name, like no, Crentist or something like that. I don't know that. Alyssa Cole has invented a South African country mm-hmm. called Thesolo. Sounds an awful lot like Lothoso. Okay, which is an actual South African country. Oh, okay. See, there we go. I didn't know that. It's a tiny little country inside of South Africa. Hmm, interesting. Lothoso. Um. Okay, that's interesting. Thank you for the fact there. And um, so what I'm going to do is describe the book. I'd like for you to please put 90 seconds on a big bad clock, and I will say what happens in the book. And I'm just going to give you the kind of the okay, broad Okay, here's strokes. what I just searched for. 90-second timer, and here's Perfect. what it, here's what the Google auto suggest, suggested to me. What? 90-second timer, Fortnite. So I'm going to click that. Perfect. I don't know what I'm looking at here. Are you actually timing me for 90 seconds? In five, okay, four, Perfect. three. 
Okay, so Nalady is um, she's a scientist. She's an epidemiologist. She's she's an intern. She's like getting her graduate degree, and she's doing grunt work, and it's not great. And everyone treats her like shit. And she's got this mansplainer guy, Brian, for, and he's a real ass. Um, and um, she has a friend who's kind of a lush, and her name is Portia, I think. And yep. um, you know, she's the wild one, and Nalady's just trying to make it fucking happen. Um, and she's an orphan. What? It turns out she's an orphan. And guess what's happening? She's getting these uh, um, emails, and it's spam. It sounds like spam. Oh, we've all remember, been there. Remember how we all used to get emails from Nigerian prince? Um, she's getting that. It's from, like, an African prince, and it's like, hey, like, you're the chosen one. You're the betrothed. The time has come for you to marry this uh, this great prince, the handsome prince. And she's like, why is all this spam happening? And then uh, it cuts to... The prince and his secretary are uh, traveling, and he's like, why isn't she responding to my emails? And yeah. uh, uh, he is a prince, and he's like the most handsome, eligible prince bachelor in the world. And they show he shows up, and um, he wants to get to know her. He's like, he's never been rejected before. So he's like, wow, I'm going to find out that he's going to a summit in New York. And um, he shows up at her place of work, and there's a little mix-up where it's like, at the same time, um, there was a supposed to be a new employee and um he shows up and um he pretends to be the new employee and then they have uh shenanigans and um they do fall in love and that's all that's all the time i have today thank you beep 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 so much more happened jack covered about the first 10 pages and then glossed over the rest that's the setup she thinks it's like she thinks uh, it's spam and then so the rest of the book is them like He's pretending to be. Um, He's pretending just like to be this guy, guy called, Jamal. called Jamal. Like he walks into her place. Yeah. So she's she is an intern at the epidemiologist center. She's training to be a doctor, but in her that doesn't pay the bills. So she's a uh, like caterer too. Yeah, and she is at work. And this guy is supposed to start, and his name is Jamal. And the prince, whose name is Prince Thabiso. Thabiso intercepts Jamal and is like, I'm going to give you 20,000 American dollars to fuck off. Yeah. And yeah. I'm going to pretend to be the, the Jamal. Yeah. So he pretends to be Jamal. She falls in love with him. He uh, sends her her neighbor away to Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. Also spends $20,000 sending her neighbor away to Puerto Rico so that he can live in her house. Mm-hmm. And then they start to uh, do it. The um, yeah. Sex. Yeah, we'll get to that. And then he says, actually, you know what? I'm an African prince. I come from this country called Thessolo, where I'm the prince. It's like Black Panther. We're the richest African country in the world. It's super advanced. Yeah. Uh, But he doesn't tell her for a long time. Doesn't tell her for a long time. But then he does invite her back under this pretense that everyone in his country is dying of an illness. Mm -hmm. And that she, as an epidemiologist, can come and help cure it. What? Did we learn from this novel? Lots of stuff. Lots of stuff. I learned a lot about anatomy. Yeah, a lot about anatomy. Do you want to do a quick anatomy check with me? Yes. Yes. Okay. So this is... um, Do you want to kick it off or do you want me to? I'll let you. you. Okay, I'll do it. Um, Here's a passage from the novel that stood out to me. When she looked up at him, his gaze was on her face in general and specifically homed in on her mouth. I think it's actually pronounced genitals. Face and genitals. It says here in general. Oh, okay. I don't... 
I guess I don't understand it in that context. His eyes lifted to hers, and the fluttering and fizzing spread from her chest to a portion of her anatomy that she was fairly certain wasn't part of the respiratory and circulatory systems. She'd have to double-check her anatomy books because the pulse between her legs felt as strong as a heartbeat and as natural as breathing. And so what's going on here? Well, I'll tell you Yeah, what I think is I once read that dinosaurs, especially the big ones like brontosauruses, had a second brain in their butts <laughs> that would can kind of control their back halves. Okay, okay. It wasn't so really like a brain. It was like a nerve cluster, yeah. you know, but like kind of close enough to a brain that people were like, it's a brain. Yeah. So I think that's maybe what she's dealing with is her brain down there. Okay, she's got a brain in her butt. See, this is sort of stuff, I, you know, whatever. I didn't go to science school. Yeah, nor did I. And so I'm often getting caught flat-footed by a lot of the descriptions in this. This is a pretty science-heavy book. I'm, I'm kind She's of She's an a, epidemiologist and, like... I'm untrained, but yeah. I do, you know, I, I've I've soaked in, I've soaked up a lot of information over the years. Yeah. So a lot of people have brains in their butts, and this is just kind of obliquely referring to that. And is that the anatomy lesson? That's the anatomy lesson. Okay. Do you like it? Your brain is in your butt. Well, some some of us have brains in your butts. Yeah. Especially if you're really tall. Yeah. <laughs> like a brontosaurus. Because you need something to work the back the the back, the back part of yeah. Yeah. If you're super tall and this is guys, if this gets if the podcast gets too scientific for you, yeah. J- uh, just write in and we'll try to tone it down. Don't write in, but educate yourselves. Edu- and educate yourself. But if you're super tall, you need uh your brain can only work the top half. Yeah. And so you need a brain in your butt. You need to brain your butt and work the back half. Yeah. And Especially when you're fucking. Educate like yourself. The lady was. Okay. Well, let's try to be a little bit careful about some of our language because um, a lot of people like to listen to this podcast around the dinner table. Do they? Yeah. Okay. It's pretty charged. Yeah. It's pretty charged. Uh, we have a segment for that. Are you getting into it right now? Well, we could. you want to do something a little easier to ramp up to it before we yes, get into I it? Yes, I do. It's okay. called... <gasps> Meme of the week. I like turtles. Okay, perfect. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a big deal, she said brightly. She smiled at Trishna and hoped her expression wasn't as murdery as it felt. It is a big deal. Fuck Brian, Trishna said. Then her brows lifted behind her goggles. Trishna is a colleague of hers. Brian's the mansplaining tech. He's probably jealous of your practicum with Dr. Krellig's disease task force this summer, you know? It sounds so badass. Task force. Like that meme with the mm. dude in the sunglasses. I'm here to cure diseases and chew bubblegum, and I'm yeah. all out of bubblegum. Okay, yeah. So and that's are... my meme of the week. I, I'm <laughs> not. <laughs> yeah, I, I would that say one. I'm not super familiar with the meme. It's a guy. Let's try to let's try to retcon it. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll try to figure out the meme. Just from the description. So there's a meme with, with a guy with sunglasses who's like, deal with it. But no, I don't it's think not it's that. that. One. This guy's saying, what this guy is saying is, I'm here to chew bubblegum and I'm all out of bubblegum. Yes. Okay. Yes. So there, gosh, there was a movie called They Live. I'm familiar with that. Yeah. By John Carpenter. With Rowdy Roddy Piper. On, he put, yeah. And he puts on sunglasses and everyone turns into a zombie and all and the time. And it says obey. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. And obey. Yeah, I love that movie. And at some point in the movie, he says, I'm here to chew bubblegum and kick ass, and I'm fresh out of bubblegum. Does he say that? And they yeah. live? Yeah. Okay. So 
the the implication being here th- that he's here to kick ass. So this is a they live reference. I'm here to chew bubblegum. Yeah. And kick ass and I'm all out of bubblegum. Okay. Right? So what he's saying is I'm here to kick ass. So Got it. Yeah. Th- this is a this could be a, a they live reference, reference, which is not a meme. It's a movie. Yeah. <laughs> but he doesn't say in the movie he doesn't say I'm here to cure diseases and chew bubblegum and I'm all out of bubblegum. So maybe it's not they live and it's okay. definitely not a meme. I I I guess okay. I I've got something that might bring to bear. I don't want to be this I think I think that um a list I don't want to be precious about memes. No, you shouldn't. This meme belongs You and I in once had a co- Have yeah. we explained this on the podcast before? I don't probably, but we can say it again. We once had a coworker who really loved memes to the point where he was like very defensive about memes. In retrospect, he was right, and we were overly. Mean and God to him bless about him, it. and he was like he was like a, a genuinely like nice dude, and and he deserved more than he got. Yeah, when he was coworkers with us, but yeah. he was so so like defensive and about memes, and outspoken about memes. Yeah, that it it itself became a little bit of a meme. Yeah, and the and the another meme... coworker of ours compared him to Indiana Jones. Yeah. This meme belongs said, in a museum. <laughs> this meme belongs in a museum. <laughs> Which is funny. <laughs> it was a very... Was a very I think about that joke. a lot. In retrospect, that person was completely right. Memes were not just funny jokes. They were, in fact, like very how, how you elect artifacts. the president. Yep. Um, look, hey, guess what? I'm think, I This leads into something. So, shit. Scary times. Th- this is serious. Okay. This discussion belongs in a museum. Get your serious face on. Yes. The what museum? What? I mean, it's certainly going to be in the Library of Congress someday. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Um, that's not a museum, though. Listen to me. Ooh, Museum of Sex in New York. Sure. <laughs> They'll just play this podcast. There'll be like a little listening booth where they'll play this podcast while you like look at dildos or whatever. I've never <laughs> that's, that's my dream. <laughs> <laughs> that's my dream. I used to walk by it frequently. Yeah, I want my great great grandchildren to be to go into the Museum of Sex in New York and go to the listening booth and listen to this podcast while they look at dildos and be like, "That was my great great granddaddy." (laughs) I'm glad this is in a museum. (laughs) Listen, can I say it? Yeah. Um, So there's some stuff. There's a part of this book that I didn't get that's really interesting. So so you've uncovered something, which is that um, Alyssa Cole refers to a meme. And but it's she, not a what meme. she really meant was movie. Is she actually means the movie they live, which is a fun movie, but it, it's like also like a about a very dystopian concept, which is like aliens are here, and if you put on glasses, you can see their like mind control. Yeah. Then a big part of this book is uh, the heroine. What's her name? The um, lady. Le- le- well, her her full name is Nalady, but Nalady. she's called Lady every or Letty yeah. throughout the book. She um she spends a lot of time on this website called girlswithglasses.com. Oh yeah, it's like a geek girl website. Did he go to it? Oh no. Let's what, go. It's just to girlswithglasses.com. Girlswithglasses.com. Am I going to be on a list if I go to this? So, but hey, glasses, right? The glasses is what you put on to see through the bullshit and they oh, live. You're right. You're right. right? So, I think we're on to something. Did you go okay. to girlswithglasses.com and what I'm does here it say? Now. I'm here it now. says something interesting, doesn't it? It says page okay, <laughs> right? It's, it's a just, completely it's an empty blank fucking page. white screen, and there's okay. plain text that says page, page okay. okay. That's it. Okay, 
So here's what I've done. Go to the who is for girls with glasses.com. I'm going to go to the fucking, I'm going to go view page, uh, view. Yeah, page view source. source. Okay, hack the fucking mainframe of this okay, shit. Okay, here's what we got. Okay. <laughs> Jesus, this is scary. Okay. So there's, it's it's five lines of code. The first is a note, so it's exclamation point, hyphen, hyphen. Yeah. Page okay. So that's not going to show up on the page anywhere. That's just a note to whoever programmed it. Yeah. And then the next one is another note, exclamation point, hyphen, hyphen. Managed by Puppet. What? And then the page HTML starts. HTML, and then it's pre and colons, page okay. So that's a a note to us that we're managed by puppets. We're managed by puppets. Yep. Okay. So that's very interesting. Here's what I did. I went to the whoisforgirlswithglasses.com. And girlswithglasses.com is owned by someone called... I snap photography. Okay. So do I sometimes. I snap. E Y E S N A P. Oh, I snap. I snap. Okay. Have you investigated them? I've investigated them a little bit. And what I snap, they have a Twitter that led me to a website that's isnap.fr. So it's French, which is already pretty frightening. Well, it's also very sexy. I think. Yeah, the oh, French, it's also very sexy. The French sort of, I don't know if they invented sex, but they definitely like had a lot to say about it. So that's about as far as I got. Let's go to isnap.fr. But I think this is like... Bespoke visual AI. Simplify your daily operations with iSnap. That's pretty dystopic. That's extremely dystopic, right? I feel like we shouldn't even be on here. Case studies. Augmented pro- product, King jo- Joet. It's like a French fucking AI corp. Mm-hmm. And so they bought, so fucking Alyssa Cole is telling us, let's just put this all together. Oh, uh, they're not even French, Jack. They're Swiss. Oh, that's even worse. Oh, wait, they're French and Swiss. They have an okay. office in Lyon and they have a fr- an office in Geneva. That must be nice. That does sound nice, actually. Alyssa Cole is telling us we got to put on the glasses to see the see behind the fucking facade. And then she's pointed us to this website called girlswithglasses.com, which is where um, I can, literally cannot remember the name of the heroine of this novel. The lady. Letty. Lady. Letty. Letty. L-E-D-I. Letty. Letty. Where Letty goes to get her fashion advice, and it turns out to be owned by the mysterious sister of her best friend. Yes. Twin what we have know is that girlswithglasses.com is a blank site that directs you to this Swiss Oh, and it's run by a puppet. Oh. AI corporation. And they're not they're a puppet. They're a puppet. They're it's managed by a puppet, it said in the source. Yeah. So iSnap is just where they where they want us to go. Okay. Well, so this you know? is interesting. God, this is sexy. This is oh that's sexy. This is sexy. This is getting me horny. This is getting me charged up. So we're fucking on to something. Listen to this. What? I, contact at isnap.ch. What's the ch suffix? Ch church Czechoslovakia. I don't or, think so. It's man. not called Czechoslovakia anymore, right? No, and it's never been spelled with an h. <laughs> oh, it's uh, Switzerland. That makes sense. Why is Switzerland ch? In Helveti, a, a Celtic tribe who battled Julius Caesar, 
gave their name to the Swiss territory. Okay. So this goes back to the Knights Templar. This is some Dan Brown shit. Con foie di Arecchio Helvetica, okay. hate, meaning hate the Swiss Confederation. Wow. Did you know that? No, I didn't. The Swiss in Latin call themselves Con okay. Helvetica. Wow. And that means the Swiss Confederation. God, we're learning so much today. Thank you, Alyssa Cole. Thank you, Alyssa Cole. Alyssa Cole. Cannoli. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Alyssa Cole. I appreciate that. We should talk a little bit more about the book. Um, But this is scary stuff. We're going to have to check back in on it. This scares the shit out of me. We'll have to see if some of these other books. Jack, when I get scared, I get horny. horny. Yep. (laughs) So. (laughs) I know that about you. Yeah. Um, Do you want to do another quick segment or do you want to take a break? Sure, you got one? Yeah, I've got one. Let's hear it. Okay, this is another, and I hope, hopefully this will bring us back to the text here. I'll just this read is, the I passage. Mean, we've been talking about the text. This is all text. This is all in the text. Yeah, this is all in the text. I'm going to read this passage. Ready? Mm-hmm. Dan had left her to set up and wait on a party of 40 people alone. So this is like when she's doing her, like, wait. She's constantly just getting fucked over by these. Yeah, these guys. These They're bros. Not she had hours of studying ahead of her when she got home. Or she'd fail her bench exams, and her first year of grad school would be an expensive bust. Her thesis was floundering, and her advisor was MIA, and her awesome summer practicum was uncertain. And she just knew that the mathematicians were going to ask her to reheat their fish again. Mm-hmm. That sounds sexy, but it's not. <laughs> okay. But what I'm this made me... Get, I was starting to get a little horny there. <laughs> what this made me think, uh, talking about her thesis... Yeah. And it made me think that Alyssa Cole wants us to do a segment, definitely, called Let's read from my thesis. Your thesis. And did you bring you, your thesis? or because I, I went has to film school. My, my thesis was a film. Okay, well, I've got my thesis right here. Okay, let me read it. Do you want me to read it? Uh, so Angle it so I can read it again. It's okay. embossed. It's gold text. Yeah. Um, Heriton's Caloro, a sample translation of a first century Greek novel by Jack awesome. Shepard. Okay, well, so I'll just read. I'll just start reading, and then you can kind of react to it. Yeah. Um, let's see. Can I read? So the first part is in Latin. Okay. But it's important. Shall I read the okay. Latin, or do you want me to just read the translation? Just the Latin. I think that... <laughs> okay. Nec- just we, the Latin. I, I, I know it, obviously, and if our our readers don't, they need to... Uh, nec- if the sex pots don't, they need to educate themselves. Nec qui abaco numeros et secto in puluere metas scit risise wafer, multum gaudere paratus si sinico barbam petulans nonaria uelat. His mane edictum post prandia caleroen do. Okay. <laughs> Who said that? Perseus. And then, <laughs> of course, Perseus, that horn dog. I'll just read. I'll just start reading. The earliest recorded appraisal of, and you just react when you have, when, you know, something jumps out at you. Yeah. The earliest recorded appraisal of Caratons Caleroe does not at first glance seem particularly flattering. <laughs> <laughs> but the fact that it's off. <laughs> <laughs> but the fact that its author considered Calaroa 
worthy of mention, if only as a postprandial browse for an imbecile, <laughs> is evidence that the novel had a wide readership. More importantly, the fact that its author was the satirist Perseus, whom we know to have lived from 34 to 62 AD, means that Caraton's story must have been written at least 38 years before the beginning of the second century, making it the earliest extant novel that we possess in any coherent form. And there's a footnote here. Do you want me to read the footnote or just kind of keep plowing ahead? Uh, yeah, hit me with the footnote just, okay. just in case. Let's see what the footnote says. Um... I like this segment. Uh, the footnote. The so-called oh, I hate it. By the way, I hate it. The so-called Ninus Romans, of which we have only fragments, is thought to date as far back as the first century BC. Oh, so that really did add some, some interesting information. Perseus was writing in response to what he considered to be a scarcity of decent highbrow literature in the middle of the first century. There's another footnote. Do you want me to hit that up? Or Yep. Okay. The second footnote here. You got to go all the way to the back, huh? You don't put them at the foot of the page. That's why they're called footnotes, Jack. It's actually an end note, I guess. A common theme of the time, CF, for instance, Longinus's Perihipsos, I wonder, and so no doubt do many others, why it is that in our age there are minds which are strikingly persuasive and practical, shrewd, versatile, and well-endowed with the ability to write agreeably, but no sublime or really great minds except perhaps here and there. There is a universal dearth of literature. Okay. And Cataton's romance, concerned as, is, concerned as it is with pirate ships, court cases, and ordinary people, must have seemed a particularly suitable target for his saiva indignatio. Do you want me to keep soldiering uh, on, or do you have... What are you doing? Was Perseus a, a god in Greek mythology? Um, yes, but this is Perseus with an I, not with an uh, E. Ah, uh, okay. P-E-R-S-I-U-S. Okay. Should I keep going? Because it just feels like Alyssa has I was definitely... In, I stopped listening. Okay. Do you want me to go you back slayed, and read it again? You slayed me with the the jokes. <laughs> At the top? At the top. And then like I couldn't stop thinking about those, and I sort of lost track of what you were saying, and then I like didn't want to interrupt you, so I didn't Okay, because there's interrupt. a lot more of this. There's like there's like 20 pages of this before I do the start doing the translation of the novel. Oh, okay. Um, my thesis is a short animation that I hand painted okay. and hand drew about a bee that fucks a flower. Okay, that sounds sexier than mine. And then Mine's have, pretty sexy. They have mine, little this, uh, a bee flower babies. My, the, my novel, and maybe this is why Alyssa wanted me to read this, but the novel that I did my thesis on is a romance. It's a romance in many ways. It's an early romance. The Shall Perseus I tell book? You the, I'll t- no, Perseus is the, the co- first earliest commentator on it. Do you, I oh, literally right. just read that to you. Yeah. It's it's uh, Cataton's book. Oh, Cataton. That guy was whew, horny. J- shall I just tell you briefly what happens in yes, it? Yes, please. Yeah. It's a, it's a romance, so it's relevant. This guy, Kyraeus, um, it falls in love with this girl, Calaroa. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he th- uh, uh, one of his rivals um, persuades him that she's cheating on him. Okay. So he, uh, he does... Um, then um, attack her, and then uh, she's in a coma. Okay. Why does and, he attack her? Because uh, he's convinced that she's cheating. And you like this? No, I didn't this like it. This is a book you like? Well, you wrote your thesis about it. I didn't like it. I and mean, you I, said it was a romance, so you think it's sexy? Perseus didn't like it. And okay. um, then he goes um, and uh, gets on a ship 
and goes and um, has many adventures. And um, she wakes up from the coma and goes and finds him. And uh, not, not to spoil it, but she tells him that uh, she wasn't cheating on him. And then they're reconciled. Odysseus. He gets on a ship. He gets on a ship. He goes on lots of adventures. And she goes after him. Odysseus? Kyraeus! Who's Kyraeus? We're talking about Odysseus. No, Odysseus is not in this. Oh. Anyway, it just seemed What's like... The, what did uh, James Joyce call him? Not James Joyce. Ulysses, forget it. Just, just No, you're, it feels like you're deliberately running resistance. But I like this new segment we have that's called Let's Read from My Thesis. I liked it too, actually. <laughs> okay. I thought it was very fun. Um, let's do it. Let's take a quick break. Yep. Okay. Gotta pee. Bye. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hmm. What would I do with an extra hour in my day? Very interesting question, BetterHelp. Hello, everyone. This is Evil Tanner. I'm like regular Tanner, except evil. Our sponsor, BetterHelp, has put a little prompt here in the copy for us. What would you do with an extra hour in your day? My own website, which only exists on the dark web, of course, uh, wetterhelp.com, could use a little help. So I would probably use that hour to do a whole bunch, like just flood Facebook with one like, one prayer. Please go donate to my GoFundMe. I need to bring my website, wetterhelp.com, back from the brink betterhelp.com they feel like there's a little bit of uh, infringement i said well you know we're on the dark web you guys are on the surface web our whole thing is like getting people wet who don't want to be wet so it's like stepping in a puddle or like sitting on a bench that's wet that's us like that's what we do share this with a friend one like one prayer i will follow through on the like prayer stuff too i will be praying all night i would use today's sponsor betterhelp.com um of course i can't i am evil tanner i can only use the deep web we do have a deep web version of betterhelp.com um it's called worsehelp.com it's not good but i think betterhelp.com is great from everything i've heard convenient flexible suited to your schedule just fill out a brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist you can switch at any time no additional charge uh go check it out learn to make time for what makes you happy with better help visit betterhelp.com slash bedfellows to get 10 percent off your first month that's betterhelp h-e-l-p.com slash bedfellows see you there well not me but have fun Tanner, we have a hit segment on this show um, that uh, we, I think, developed last week, um, mm-hmm. though, as we've explained, much more time has passed for us than for the, are we really calling them the sex, sex bots? bots? Probably not. Um, it's a, we're writing a romance novel. Here's the thing. Here's the situation. Here's the situation. All these people. These... Here's my worry about sex pot. Okay. Great. If and Perfect. when we do eventually make merch. Yeah. Who wants to wear a no. shirt that says I'm a sex pot? I guess a lot of people, right? I would. Because yeah. just in case people can't immediately tell. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, if people you're getting are older. Like, or if people are like, I think he is, but I'm not sure. They'll be like, oh, no, it says on the T-shirt. Right. Here's a deal. Here's a situation. These romance writers are making fucking bank hand over fist. They're making billions of dollars off of this stuff. Yeah. And we're doing the same work. We're reading yeah. all the stuff, which harder. is in some Maybe ways harder, and we're doing. We have to do it in a week, and they probably took a year. Yeah, and we least. make nothing. Right. 
Well, and, we make a little bit. We have advertisers. Yeah, but not a lot. Not billions. Not as much as these. Not as much. Not as, as, as much as these fat cats. Yeah. Capitalist pigs. But so what if we take the knowledge that we are gaining every week as we get stronger and stronger and more knowledgeable in the world of romance? Okay. And we take what we've learned and we put it into our own romance novel. And oh, right. Uh, we take something from right. each book. We take something yes. from each book and we put it in. And so it becomes this like ultimate it's, conglomeration of all the best parts of everything. It's the, the horniest book in the world. And it's, it's on us to make it cohesive. And luckily we're both, um, yeah. I don't know, professionals. And last week we began the story. The segment, of course, is called... In the time of horses. Which is the name of our novel. And I'm going to familiarize you, Tanner, with uh, what we've figured out so far. Um, we we kind of pulled some stuff from the rogue. What's it called? The rogue not taken? The rogue not taken, yeah. Um, and to, to develop kind of this IP that is entirely ours, and then we'll add to it. Here's what we know. It's the time of horses. Horses are everywhere. Okay. And they're mean, I think. A lot of times, yeah. And no, in this book. Oh, they're... In our book. Oh, in our book, yes. Uh, but... Uh, they're mean as hell. You know who doesn't care about that? Protagonist. Baron Swalwood. Oh, and that's the love interest, or is he the protagonist? Uh, he's a, the love is a interest. Male driven? Oh, no, okay. no, it's driven by. Um, we're gonna get to her. It's kind of a Regency vibe. Yeah. So Baron Swalwood, we don't know his first name yet. I think we think it's Ralph, but we don't know. And it's important um, in this world uh, if you know someone's true name, uh, you do have command. You can over them. You have command over them, right? He's a rogue, and he has something in his past, and the thing in his past is that he has an aversion to horses. Some, hey, he's got something in his pants. Yeah, no, I think he's made that joke. Fat hog. Time. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't got that far yet. Um, so uh, he has an aversion to horses. He's deathly afraid of them, um, and we don't know why yet. Because they're mean as hell. <laughs> they're so mean. Well, and so th- now we come to our protagonist, and it, her name is... Uh, Patricia Pud. Yeah, that's her nickname. Pud Great Cleft. Yeah. Um, and she is she's the run of her uh, family. Uh, and she has a lot of sisters. She's the youngest daughter. And she's on the run from horse law. Yeah. Because uh, she crossed the horses. And uh, in this world, you're not allowed to ride the horses. But she rode one because no, of no. passion. Right. And that's what we know. So let's pull so something from this the, what's book. What's that? The prologue? No, no, I mean that's that's like that's the beginning. We're building we're, yeah, a world. Yeah, we're not we're not writing this chapter by chapter. We no, are we're building a world. Yeah. So what we know about this book is, I think, princes and fairy tales. It's something that um, Alyssa Cole does well, really well. Is she weaves fairy tale concepts into her novel and uh, kind of subverts them? Yeah. 
right? Where it's like, oh, the prince, the handsome prince, like, the problem is that he's a prince, right? Like, normally you kiss the frog and make him a prince. But in this novel, it, he's, like, already a prince, but that's a problem. Like, a that's what's, that's what the impediment is. I got a yeah. So, like, I think something with fairy tales. So maybe we need a prince. Maybe we need someone. Something is maybe, not what maybe, they maybe. seem. Can I introduce another concept? Yeah, please. So in this book, they talk about a fantasy series. Yeah. Lakotsi is a woman who is uh, Prince Thefiso's assistant. Lakotsi, yeah. Mm-hmm. Lakotsi is her is is Prince Thefiso's assistant. She's yeah. the one who's been sending out all the like emails the, that, the, could that could seem be like interpreted spam. as like spam. It's such a good concept, guys. You got to read this book. It's so fun. <laughs> it's really it's a really good book. Yeah. Um, but they, uh, Prince Lico- uh, Prince um, Thefiso and and Lakotsi are childhood friends, right? And at some point. They're talking about their their upbringing. Mm-hmm. Why, Lakotsi, don't you wish to solve the mystery of the missing matrimonial match? To discover why her parents abandoned their lives, friends, and family? Why they fled from their duties and her birthright? Well, yes, some of the stiffness went out of Lakotsi's shoulders. And do you think if I tell her who I am, she'll just reveal that secret? Especially in light of her response to your email campaign, Lakotsi paused, pursed her lips, perhaps not. Then it is settled. If I can get close to her through this job and find out her secrets, it will be an undercover adventure, like in the Suncatcher novels of our youth. Oh, yeah. So I feel like there's this kind of rich mythology introduced in this book yeah. about the Suncatcher novels. Mm-hmm. And maybe there's sort of a a magic system. Okay. And maybe that's what Alyssa Cole wants us to explore for... Love in the Time of Horses. Love in the Time of Horses. What's the magic system? Okay, I think that's important. We do want to keep this romantic. So we can't go too far into the world of fantasy, but yes, let's have a fucking magic system. I think it needs a magic system. we got to have a magic system. I think that's what Alyssa Cole's inviting us to Is it horse magic? Sun catcher, light man. He's afraid of horses. He's afraid of horses. She's her. Remember his name? His name is uh, Baron Small. uh, Baron Swalwood. Swalwood. It wouldn't be Smallwood. No, it's not Smallwood. That's his. um, Maybe that's the the nemesis. (laughs) I think the nemesis probably calls him Smallwood. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Um, And then the magic system is that they. if they uh, certain people are light sensitive, well, we've already introduced a little bit of the magic system. Oh, it's vampires. Oh, okay. there's vampires. Okay, <laughs> okay, and that is so, can be sexy. Here's what we know. Okay, if you know someone's name, you can take command of them, right? And that is a vampiric art. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? Yeah, that's something that vampires have access to is mm-hmm. the ability to command others. Okay, if they know their names. Yeah, is Prince. Baron mm-hmm. Swalwood, a vampire, probably. Okay, and that's the that's why he's afraid of horses because horses. That's the horses. Horses. It's horses v vampires in this world. Yes. Okay. This is good. I think we are here. So that's what's in his past. Okay. So good. So Patricia. So Pud mm-hmm. uh, loves the horses too much, right? Right. So much that she rode on one, which is against horse law. Yeah, you're not allowed to ride on them. Right, but then on the other side, we've got her it's polar a, opposite, which is this this universe, yeah, this narrative universe, 
is like Daybreakers. You remember Daybreakers? Yeah, sure. Of course. Everybody does. Where everyone is, the society has sort of been taken over by vampires. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, but he, um, he hates horses. Well, everyone does. Because he's a vampire. Anti-vampire. Yes, and the horses are anti-vampire. Okay, I think this is going to get pretty sexy. We need to figure out br- briefly. We have to move on to our next segment, but I just want—I think we've like really cracked this world. How do they meet? Under false pretenses, uh, right? Pud and she can't. Pud, and Pud, Pud can't know that the Baron is what he says he is. Uh, let's take something from this book. He's trying to find his queen. They meet in a nightclub. Okay, that's that doesn't happen in this book at all. You're right. He in this book he's trying to find oh, his oh, queen. Oh, oh. Okay. she's an epidemiologist. Pud is an epidemiologist. <laughs> okay, perfect. Trying, <laughs> yeah, to cure vampirism. Yes, with horse blood. Got it. Okay, that's enough. That's enough. Yeah. Okay, guys. Wow. And ne- and stay tuned next week for our next installment of Love in the Time of Horses. The 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 narrative universe what? of this book has just gotten so much. It's so richer. Interesting. It's so expanded. Wow! And the, the the rival you started to talk about. Obviously, we don't have to dive into him. Yeah, uh, or her. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Or they. I don't know if it's someone who's maybe non-binary. We don't know. But is that person a vampire too? Wait. Uh, you know what? Wait to find. You out. know what? Sex pots. Yeah. Wait to find out. Wait and see. And I'm sorry. We we. It's a temporary name. I promise. It's it's. We'll work on it. Um, we've got time for one more segment. Uh, it's um, a lot of people like. We got two, time for two more segments. Two more the segments, next one is yeah. called. <laughs> That's where we say the burns. Um, uh, let's hear your burn. Okay. Exactly, he said. He exhaled. Exactly, he said. <laughs> he excelled. Let me try this again. One more time. Keep all this in. <laughs> this, is, this is the process. This is the artistic process. Exactly, he said. <laughs> he exhaled. I would say exhaled. <laughs> exactly, he said. <laughs> he exhaled loudly and stroked his palm over his beard. Okay. <laughs> Look, we have the ceremony with the priestesses in an hour or so. You've made it perfectly clear that you don't want to be around me, and rightfully so. But we do have a charade to keep up. Bones. <laughs> Page flip. Bones? Her head tilted. You said before at your lab, Thabiso was cut off by the thing he least expected at that moment. Naledi's laughter. Just like that, her expression went from pinched to soft and open. She threw her head back as she laughed, and his cock jumped at the memory of her tight (laughs) around him as she executed a similar motion. (laughs) Goddess, she was beautiful all the time, but even more so when she was too preoccupied to push him away. You've never seen Star Trek, have you? She asked. So my burn is on Prince Thabiso, who has never seen Star Trek. Can only get a boner when he thinks of (laughs) 
Bones McCoy. I. <laughs> um, she's she's DeForest she, Kelly, the great DeForest Kelly. <laughs> Lady has somehow conditioned him. Yeah. To only get hard when he's thinking of <laughs> Doctor McCoy. I, from so Star there's Trek. like a running joke in this novel, and that's no- a burn on him. There's a running joke in this novel where she says that she's like, "All right, Bones," and that this is the culmination of it, like the final, yeah. uh, the final form of the joke. Literally until that reference, I thought they were talking about uh, the show Bones. Bones. <laughs> The the angel. What's his name? It, angel. It's Angel. And I'm realizing, I was like, I remember when I first saw and it. Zoe Deschanel. Maybe a bird sister. on me. Possibly is a bird on me. Because I was like, oh, this is a reference to Bones. Where yeah. she's like, all right, Bones. And is his yeah. name Bones in the show? His name is Bones in the show, yeah. Okay. So it really could be Or maybe either. the woman is named Bones? I don't know. I've never seen it. Yeah. Do they Who use knows? numbers to solve crimes? Or is that another show? And Bones? Yeah. I don't know. Or they use bones to solve crimes. Look, I got to give you my burn. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) The Bezo caught her gaze and held it. This was the moment on which the rest of his week rested, and perhaps more. I called you a St. Bernard. He called her a St. Bernard, and I didn't They get lost in the mountains of of Fisolo. This is early on when they, like... um, They've just met at the restaurant, and he gets frustrated because he's used to being a king, and he's pretending to be a waiter. And he calls her a St. Bernard, I think. Anyway, he's apologizing. I called you a St. Bernard as if it was something bad, but they're a breed known for their intelligence, loyalty, and keeping their wits about them in touchy situations. I should be so lucky to have anyone think me so useful. And the ladies stared at him, those large eyes wide with indignation, but something else too, something startled but pleased. He imagined she'd look that way when the man she loved pulled her close against him with no warning. Expectation, that was what it was, and she wasn't the only one feeling it. There was no coldness. She was warm as ever when her mouth pulled into a smile, but that distance left him feeling miles away instead of across the hall. Was that supposed to be an apology, she asked? Because if it was, I'm assuming you've never spoken to a human woman in your life. <laughs> That's not true. Anyhow. His best friend and assistant yeah, is a human is woman. Is a human woman. So yeah. burns on the lady. You shouldn't call someone a St. Bernard, and if you do, and this is a lesson for all of us, you shouldn't double down on it. Yeah, don't double down. They're never loyal. Down. Yeah, never double down. Just never double down on anything. Yeah. What I'd love is for us to do our hit segment uh, where we – so a lot of people listen to this podcast at the dinner table with their families, and yep. um, they want to know what happened, and they want to know everything that happened. But some of the stuff is too much porking. These books can be a little PG pork teen. Yeah. And so we're going to help you. Let's, so let's you- run that back. Pork teen doesn't s- sit great with me. Okay. Yeah. Uh Pork teen. What about PG thirteen? That's good. How about pork teen thirteen? <laughs> no, that used to pork be... pork G thirteen. Okay, fine. Yeah, these novels can be. That's a technical a term. These novels can be a pretty pork G thirteen. Um, but uh, you know what? If you want to, you if you're serving, you're ladling the soup into your family's soup balls as we all do yep. in the evenings and you've got the yep. podcast on as everyone's list- gathered around your hunk of the, bread the radio listening to the podcast and we want to keep it pretty pork g pork g 13 and so i'm gonna read an important passage this is the oh first no we time. just want to keep it pork g 
We want to keep this pork G, not pork, pork G. Pork G is 13 <laughs> is a little spicy. Right. We want to yeah. keep it pork G. And it's our segment we call it Two Brute Dudes. Uh, and so I'm going to say a sex scene and we're going to sanitize it. Yeah. Let's clean okay. it up a little bit. So Alyssa. I pick, I pick one out. This is the first time that they get together. Uh, I'll just read it. And if you find anything that seems untoward. The sex scenes in this book are very sexy. Horny. Yeah, it really revved my engine. Um, So I'm going to read it, and then if you find anything that seems out to Ward, we'll fix it. We'll fix it It, on the fly. Yes. Ready? God, I love this book. This book is so funny. It's so fun. you got to read it. I really enjoyed it. It's really funny. Um, So this is when she's uh, they first get together. So Jamal um, gets a like he does kind of some stalkery shit. He's his name is not Jamal, but he takes on the name of Jamal, who is he's he's referred to as Jamal for like the first half of this book. Okay, so here we go. Just Prince the Pizza. Be on your guard. Tanner, remember that people are gathered around their radio and they're listening to this at the family dinner table. So if anything I say strikes you as something that we need to fix, jump on it. Ready? Here we go. She squirmed in his lap. Fine. Yuck. You think... Like a worm? (laughs) It doesn't say like a worm. Well, let's add that. Okay. She squirmed in his lap like a worm. You want me to add that now? Yeah, I just... I worry that that could veer into sexy, and I don't want it to. I want to head it off the path. Gotcha. She squirmed in his lap like a worm, scooting herself right up... Gross worm. Okay. Like a gross worm. She squirmed in his lap like a gross worm, scooting herself right up against the erection that tented his pants. Uh, 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 <laughs> uh. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Right up scooting against. Scooting herself up against mm-hmm. the, the armor, suit of armor. Full size kite shield. Okay. Kite shield? What's that? Ritualistic kite shield. Okay. You know what a kite shield is? No. It's like a. Uh, big shield. Oh, okay, so it is. So like we had the same knight. idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's knight. It's knight's shield. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Full size knight shield. Ritualistic knight shield that he's. Yep. Um, wearing to obligated himself. to carry. Yeah. At all times. Anytime he leaves Priscilla. If he was searching for the right frequency, she had found his antenna. Okay. It seems like a non sequitur, but it's fine. The length of it pressed up against her through his jeans. That's the shield. That's the shield through his jeans. Let's change jeans to armor. Yes. Let's get more specific. Chainmail. What do you? How do you pronounce this word? I'm gonna. I'm gonna send you a word. Okay. Perfect. I'm curious to hear how you pronounce this because I've read it in fantasy novels and fantasy games mm-hmm. my entire life. How do I pronounce this word? But I don't actually know how it's pronounced. Okay. Queer ass. You pronounce that queer ass? Yeah. Queer ass. C-U-I-R-A-S-S. How would you pronounce it? I've always pronounced it cure ass. Cure ass actually sounds pretty good. Let's call it cure ass. So I guess it's cure ass. Cure ass. Which is Let's... sort of a, like a torso armor. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So It covers your chest, your genitals, and like the top of your thighs. So the length of... She found his antenna. The length of it pressed up against her through his... Wait, wait, wait. Curass. Wait, wait, wait. Let me go. Okay. Sorry. Here we go. Pronunciation guide. Mm-hmm. Queer ass. Queer ass. I was right. Yeah. Okay, You're perfect. Right. 
So if he was searching for the right frequency, she'd found his antenna. The length of it pressed up against her through his queer ass. Queer ass, yeah. Twitching and hardening in response to her soft cries as he teased her to the point of insanity with his hands. Anything trouble you there? <laughs> it, oh, can it, I tell you a story? Yeah. <laughs> I'll allow related it. To this, related yeah. to this passage? Yeah. I listen to these books on tape <laughs> because it's conducive to my lifestyle. Yeah. And I listened to this one on tape, mm-hmm. on Audible. They're not a sponsor, but I did listen to it on Audible. Yeah. And because I listen to it on Audible, I oftentimes forget to take notes. Yeah. You can take notes on Audible, but, you know, oftentimes I'm driving or playing a video game or something. Yeah. A Pokemon game. Mm-hmm. Listen to Experience, sure. Pokemon Pocket. <clears throat> and... We'll forget to take notes. So when I went to go search for my burn this evening, mm-hmm. I was on my iPad in the playroom with my wife and son, and I was like, oh, I have to go find a burn. I know I found a burn in this one. I just have to go back and find it. So I searched the text for the word teased. <laughs> and when you search a romance novel <laughs> for the word teased, yeah, you get a lot of very sexy stuff. Let me just quickly, Jack, give you yeah. a taste of when I searched this text for the word teased. Okay. He pulled until her fabric was taut over her aching breast. The friction was of it was both restricting and teasing until finally the soft cups of her bra were revealed. Mm-hmm. Her soft cries as he teased her to the point of insanity with his hands. That's the one we're just talking about. We're working on this. His place... His hand slid up her back, holding her in place now as he teased her tongue with his lips and beard. Mm-hmm. The beard uh, is doing something a lot about of teasing in this book. Teasing a slit here. Okay. All right, that's uh, enough. So teasing is not something... If you if you are... Uh, sex pots. If you are looking Can't for a burn in this book for like your book club or whatever, yeah. I advise you not to search the word tease because it has a different definition in... Romance books, it seems. So let's fix this for them. Yes. Twitching and hardening in response to her soft cries as he the teased cu- her. The curious ones? Yeah. Jesus, she's like she's a like an alchemist. But he's teasing her to the point of insanity with his hands. Well, he's like a witch. He's a, a warlock. He's a warlock. Yeah. Okay. So that's actually fine if you if you think of them as a an alchemist and, and a, a warlock. warlock. Okay. So let's just start from the beginning. Yes. As you know, she's an alchemist. He's a warlock. She squirmed in his lap, scooting herself right up against... Sorry, she squirmed in his lap. Yeah. Oh, sorry. She Like a gross worm. She squirmed in his lap like a gross worm, scooting herself right up against the kite shield that tented his pants. That... Curious. Queerous. Tented his... Queerous. If he was searching for the right frequency, she'd found his antenna. The length of it pressed up through her jeans, twitching and hardening in response to her soft cries. But because, should we just say loud cries? Because she's an alchemist. Anguished cries. Yeah. The softest of the cries sounds too sexy. The anguished cries as he teased her to the point of insanity with his hands. Because As, as warlocks warlock. do. Yes. Great. Her arms were still against her sides, but she could move her ass. And we'll just say... Um, Tush. Tushy. And she did, gliding it over the length of his queerest. Uh, kite shield. Kite shield. Um, Jamal hissed, as warlocks do, and rocked up against her, but both of his hands were busy with her 
I don't want to say breasts on this podcast. So what is she? What are we saying? She is. She's an alchemist. Yeah. Test tubes. That beakers. even feels pretty sexy. Honestly. Beakers. Truly. I'm worried that that could be. There's sort of nothing sexy about beakers. A, a euphemism. Yeah, beakers <laughs> is fine. Yeah. Both of his hands. Oh wait, were... there's got to be kind of an old timey term for because um, he's trying to get he's trying to get, get her like alchemy like and materials before they um, mortar and pestle is great. What do alchemists use? Beakers. Oh, uh, uh, alembics. Okay, perfect. Jamal Histon walked up against her. Both of his hands were busy with her alembics, so he's trying to get rid of his, her like alchemy stuff, so she can't. Yeah, yeah. Because it's a it's a abomination. His no, because it's, it's, she's going to attack him with. It. They're fighting. Oh, it's an alchemist, alchemist v warlock. Oh, it's like a magic battle. It's Mortal God, Kombat. This should be in Love in the Time of Horses. Yeah, we'll save this. <laughs> His fingertips trace the cheap material edging her bra. Um, you want more alchemy terms? Yeah. Cucurbits. Okay. Making her feel as if she was decked out in lace and silk instead, he hooked an index finger in each cup and that uh, beaker. Let's just say beaker, beaker. In each beaker, pulling them down and exposing her... And then the sentence ends there, but I'm going to say exposing her heresy. Yes. Perfect. So lovely, he said, hefting the weight of each alembic in his hands. Yeah. Then he bent down. He lapped at one alembic. I guess he's drinking the potion. Well, that's no good. And then the other. The strokes of his tongue alternating between punishment and adoration. That's too sexy, even if you're just drinking from a beaker. Right. Alternating between... Uh, sipping and tasting. It's pretty, still pretty S- sexy. Sipping and, and gulping. Mm-hmm. Although I guess gulping feels kind of charged too, right? Yeah, the strokes of his tongue alternating between sipping and gulping. That sipping and gulping, her potion. Right? Yeah. And that's it? He licked and sucked. Well, that's uh, fine. He's drinking the potion. fine, I guess. Yeah. And when she thought she couldn't stand it anymore, because she's pissed now. Right. He's yeah, drinking her post. Fucking, he's fucking up her experiment. He brushed the roughed hairs of his beard over her sensitive. It's Olympics again. It says Olympics in the mm-hmm. text. Yeah. Okay. Oh fuck. Jesus. We can't have that, right? I don't know. I I don't think J.K. Rowling included the word "oh fuck" anywhere in the Harry Potter books, but we'll just say fiddlesticks. <laughs> fiddlesticks is perfect. Oh, fiddlesticks. Her voice was strained, caught between a scream and a whisper. She's pissed. She's pissed. As sensation threatened to overwhelm her, and it's her anger. Uh, Lady pressed her chest up towards his torturous beard. We can't have that. What she got? What does an alchemist have to defend herself? She thrust her magics. Yeah, with a K. Yeah, she thrust her magics forward towards his torturous beard. That's fine. That's fine. Then away, then back up as if her body couldn't decide what was worse. The excess of pleasure. I don't think this is fun for her. Yeah, I would say the excess of... Battle. Frustration. Yeah. Or the lack of it. His hand slid up behind her back. He's fine. Fine. Holding her in place now as he teased her with tongue and lips and beard. That We can have that. Well, no, that's fine. I think what he's doing is a spell. Oh, uh, okay. Is he teased Great. her... With tongue and lips and beard. Because all those things would be involved in, like... As they cast uh, a spell. Right. His hard length breast against the seam of her jeans. And that and absolutely... The again. It's the kite shield. And it's against the seam... Against of her the, tunic. The seam of... Well, no, that's still pretty bad, I think. 
Maybe no, I just, think he's he's like he's you know battling her back. His, his kite shield. shield pressed against the seam of her tunic as he worked his hips. Oh, fiddlestick! She says again. Yeah. Pleasure threaded. She's, she swears a lot. Yeah, she's swearing a lot. This is really long. Yeah. Do you wanna? Um, should we skip? I mean, it's like end? it's like a Marvel movie where it's like yeah. CGI robot battles. Yeah. It's like, okay, fine, This is whatever. fun. Like, I like this battle. Yeah. But let's skip skip to the end of the battle. Okay. Uh, we'll skip right to the end. Um, he teased her like that for too long, murmuring as he slipped his... Teased is wrong. Yeah, sorry. Battled. Excuse me? Battled. Battled her like that for much too long, murmuring as he slipped his fingertips firmly over the hood of... Her tunic. alchemy of her tunic, thank you. <sighs> Until she had no idea what he was saying, could only focus on the... Because it's so archaic. Pleasure on the um, distra- uh, frustration, distress. Mm-hmm. His hand was giving her... Finally, finally, he worked one thick finger inside of her... Tunic. Let's just say it's the. He worked one thick finger inside of her. Um, the um, what do you call it? Alembics. Alembic. Yeah. To try to get in her like little potion there. He slicks his fingers in and out. That seems fine. Slowly, then quickly, alternating speeds. He works some kind of magic from the inside. That's fine. Caressing yep. her, in a, caressing her alembic in a way mm-hmm. that had her writing his hand unabashedly. Fighting uh, his hand. Biting. His biting, hand, biting. Yeah. His hand unabashedly, because she's pissed. She's pissed. The damp fabric of her. <sighs> damp fabric of her. Let's not say a damp. I mean, fabric. the tunic's probably pretty damp now because they've been spilling these potions all over. And it. the blood. Yeah, and the blood. The da- just, just say the damp fabric of her blood soap fabric her? of her tunic. The blood soap fabric. Yeah, perfect. The blood soap fabric of her tunic was one friction, and the drive of his fingers another. That's fine. They combined mm. to completely undo her. That's fine. Her breath came in oh, gasps. She's being undone. Yeah, That's a being undone. powerful. It's spell. It's a powerful spell. Her breath came in gasps because she's pissed. And she wanted to beg him for release, but she was unable to make more than desperate high-pitched noises as he drove her toward death. Annihilation. I'm going to say annihilation. Um, oh, yes, Jamal, she cried out, and his brow creased, and that's the end of it. That's, wow. Yeah, a really interesting one. Turns out to be a pretty pitched yeah. magic battle. Yeah, that was really cool. All kinds otherwise... of versus a warlock. Very yeah. cool stuff. Really enjoyed That's that. Pretty cool. Hope the family enjoyed it. I hope your hope dinner is nice. That's some Harry Potter good. stuff. So yeah. you can share that with the kids. Um, and now we must. I think we got to go. Yeah, let's head out, huh? Time to go. I'd like to thank you, Tanner, very much for bearing with me. Hey, you're welcome. I would like to thank our the lovely um, sex pods. We're not saying we'll that, but figure we'll figure it, it out. out. Yep, for bearing with us. <sighs> Here's what's gonna happen. Sex yeah. pots is yeah. we're gonna tr- we're gonna. We're going to try to figure out a new nickname. We're going to fail. We're going to keep calling you Sex Pots. Yeah. Get used to it. Yeah. Um, I would like to tell everyone that um, they must subscribe to our Patreon. We're currently knee-deep in the Sweet Valley Twins books. And they're fun. And they're fun. And we're having a great time in there. Uh, It's Patreon dot com slash bscc podcast you can also if you want to just kick us a few bucks to support the show keep us going you can do that over at 
bit.ly slash rattlesnakejake. We've got a support yeah. page, and uh, we are very grateful to the people who have um, who have already done yeah. that. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you for doing that. Um, you can and must join our Facebook group. It's called Baby Nation. It's on Facebook, and everybody in there is so nice and so good. Yeah. Please go there and join the group. Everyone's so nice there. Um, and uh, buy our merch, bit.ly slash BSCC merch. And please, for the love of God, rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. Oh, do. And now now that the show is kind of back and we've yeah. we've found our groove again, it is actually like incredibly important that you do that. Yeah, so you must. Go and rate tell everyone review. how great Strange Bedfellows is. Yeah, and tell, your, tell a friend. All that remains is for me to say that this week we did read a novel. That novel was called A Princess in Theory by Alyssa Cole. We loved it. Uh, get it. Buy it. Read it. It's fucking great. It's tons of fun. Next week we're, we're going to be reading a book called Unmasked by the Marquess by Cat Sebastian. Cat <laughs> mm-hmm. Sebastian. As Jack said earlier, sounds like the name someone would give a cat. Name Sebastian when there was a human named Sebastian in the <laughs> already well. in the family. It was uh, like, which Sebastian are you talking about? Oh, Cat Sebastian. Oh, it's Cat Sebastian. Yeah. Uh, so we're looking forward to that. Unmasked by the Marquess. You've got a week to read it, and do not complain because we're going to read it in a fucking week too. So, and we also have jobs. Yeah, we have jobs, and we're going to read this next week. Yeah. So, so just read it. Um. All that remains now is for me to say that this week I have been Jack Alexander Shepard. Uh, Tanner. I don't believe we have an outro. Uh, we'll work on it. Yeah. Just goodbye. like the nickname for all of you. Yep. Goodbye. We might be childhood friends and I might drag you down the bend, but I'm sure it's crazy kids to work it out in the end. I might kiss you on the lips despite your nose, but I guess that's how it goes. Let's keep falling in love with our strange bedfellows. Okay, Sarah says, sure, no problem. Well, are you ready to reveal this on the podcast? I guess. <laughs> Please, tell so the you, sex pots what Tanner your wife... texted my wife before, just before we started recording. Sarah, Jack just swore that if the new baby is born on January 24th, my birthday, you guys would name it Tanner. And she yes. has responded, sure, comma, no prob. So, so that's maybe set she knows something that I don't know. <laughs> And then I guess the big news there that you're sort of uh, you're you're burying the lead there is that uh, you and Sarah are having another kid. Yeah, so I've been told. That's fun. Another little baby. Mm. Do you guys know if it's a girl or a boy yet? Yeah, it's a boy. Yes. Look at this army of boys. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> We're gonna be unstoppable. <laughs> and we've got fucking Jenkins too. Yeah, Jenkins. Yeah. Woo. Yeah, and Sarah has uh, Princess and Joan. Yeah, it's me, Jenkins, Cyril, and little Tanner, and baby Tanner <laughs> versus Sarah, Princess, and Joan. That's going to be a bloodbath. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be a bloodbath. That's a not even a fair chance. fight. Be very. <laughs>